to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Rygar. A quick note to our listeners, our country is celebrating their independence this weekend, and therefore many local fools are setting off fireworks at all hours. Therefore you may hear uh, some excited celebrations in the background, maybe some pops, some bangs, but be assured, they're just uh, excited about this game, Rygar. (laughs) And Rygar was released by Tecmo for the NES in 1987 in North America and Japan, but not until 1990. Whoa. In PAL territories. Oh, that's rough, man. Yeah, that is that is quite a wait. Yeah, I'm, wow, okay. <laughs> Especially because this was originally an arcade game called Warrior of the Argus, and it was out in 1986. Yeah, I remember this vaguely. I didn't play it a lot, but I knew of Rygar. This game was also ported to many consoles and systems. It was on the Commodore 64. Mm. It was on the uh, ZX Spectrum, the Sega Master System. And the Atari Lynx. Did you ever play any of the other? I mean, are those like, are, they're not like the NES version, right? They're I think they're all more like arcade. the arcade. Okay. I don't think I've ever even played an Atari Lynx, so. Yeah, very briefly. One other note is that not only did those poor, poor kids out in Europe and <laughs> Australia have to wait till 1990 to play this game. When it shipped, it shipped with a bug that makes it twice as hard. What? What Apparently, well, the problem is is that you can only get your stats up to one fourth of what you can Ooh, on our version. That's <laughs> that's that's no good. <laughs> yeah. So as you can imagine, the end of this game is near impossible. Yeah, I bet. So Nick, what kind of game is uh, Rygar for the NES? Uh, yeah, Rygar for the NES is a. Uh, I mean. It's mostly a side-scrolling kind of platforming action game. Really, it's like a, a Metroid-type exploration. You know, it, it's somewhere in the middle with all that. And yeah, because not only is it a 2D action-adventure with some RPG elements, it is also littered with a little bit of a top-down gameplay. Yeah, you do get uh, you get the two different views. Uh, there's Who knew? That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> I, I, not, not I. Oh, yeah? I only had experience with, uh, I think, the first four seconds of this game as a child. We'll oh. get to that. And uh, the arcade. So it really blew me blew me away. Okay. Now, you are Rygar, the warrior. Yes, returned from the dead. Oh, really? Yeah. I, in the story, it talks about it. We'll get there in the manual, but... Uh... That's intense. And <laughs> you, uh, of course, can jump. Yeah, you got a pretty uh, generous jump, too. You can control it in air. And... It is a little Mario style. And, uh, you know... You have your your attack, which is your disc armor. This is one of the coolest weapons ever. And yeah. When I explained it to my son, he goes, "Wow, how come no one ever thought of that before or since?" I know. I man, it really it got its hooks in me early on before I ever played the game as a kid. So. And um, what cool. is this disc armor? Uh, it's just like a shield that with blades around it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. There's blades that come out like on a chain. It's cool. And you throw it at people, but then it comes right back. Now, yeah. you can also duck in this game, and that's important, I think. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, and unlike you know, this gives you kind of a Castlevania whippish range of attack. But unlike those games, you can jump on enemies and stun them. And this, you bounce off. Uh, yeah, it's very weird because uh, that also caught me off guard. Wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And you don't kill them though, so that's the other thing. It's not a Mario, uh, right. You know, jump where you kill them. It's a stun, and you can keep bouncing. Yeah, it's a it's a weird like you wouldn't expect that from I didn't when I was first playing where it's but a nice bonus kind of uh, yeah sometimes you'll get trapped in an awkward situation where you're bouncing and you're like if I stop bouncing I'm gonna be in danger <laughs> but it, you know it's always a nice save I think yeah. it saves you when you would have you know died or whatever you start the game with three health but you can get more from leveling up we'll get to that in a moment now the max you can have is what twelve health yes okay and you have uh. No lives. Yeah, you just you have one life, but infinite continues. Another surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't tell you this, and there is no continue screen. When you die, it says game over, and then puts you at the start screen again. Yeah, you just hit start, and you start from kind of where you left off. Like, uh, I think it's less... the last doorway right. that you came out of. That's where you start. And then when you start, you've lost any kind of um, items or any quick-use items or spells that you've used, but you retain all of your levels yeah although you are down to you start with three life no matter what your max and you you go back down to that three health when you start which is can be uh kind of hard yeah now to level up you just simply kill enemies you just fight and those enemies when they die often will drop things well not often rarely will drop things yeah you have a couple items that you can you know pick up and those are kind of important, and I think it's easy to talk about the items, and then through there we can talk about the leveling and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. The items they drop are important, uh, of course, and the most important one, I think, is the, the mini potion yeah, that you refills your health. little red uh, bottle there, it's, a, it's an important uh, drop for sure. Yeah, and you'll find them from any enemy. It's just kind of random, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, they also drop uh, these little, I don't know what they are, bags with a yeah. star on them? It was. They look like uh, at least the the art in the manual depicts them as little like stone tablets with like a oh. a star in them, one or two stars, and each one is for a point of uh, mind. Yeah, and uh, mind points are another interesting aspect of this game. Now, like you said, the single star is one point, the double star is three mind points, and what are mind points? Well, you can have a max of seven mind points, mm-hmm. and they are used to cast spells. Yeah, they're just magic points, essentially. That's why I'll refer to them as MP from here on out. <laughs> Since we now are familiar with the MP, we can talk about these spells. Yeah, you only not, have three. So. Not a huge list. <laughs> I was afraid to use them at first until, until I realized that how the whole system worked. Oh, right. Now, when you use your MP on a spell, you can get it refilled by getting any more of those tablets or sacks with mm-hmm. the stars on them. And uh, the first spell is Power Up. Yeah, um, it extends your the, the range of your disc armor, and I believe increases the damage a bit. I'm not 100% on that or how and much. Definitely the speed of it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it only costs three mind points, so... And this is the first thing you should always do. Yes, and it is permanent until you die. Which so. is also the end of the game, until you continue. Uh, right, right. so you might as well just, you know, always, as soon as you get your first three life, you know, or, or mind points, spend it on, on your power-up. Yeah, you cast it first, you're a little little more prepared. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, in Castlevania where you find the whip upgrades. That's how I look at it. Like, Yeah, know. yeah. Now, the second spell is the attack and the sail. And yep. that is um, five magic points. I don't know if we said that first one was three. I think we so. We did. And this lets you attack all enemies on the screen just by your normal attack. 
Yeah, it's like as you're, you know, your disc armor will, will sh- uh, shoot out and then a big flash will kind of happen. You know, mm-hmm. a little white flash on the screen and everything. I've only used it to bosses uh, as I think about it, it now. It works on in normal enemies. I, I, I thought it would, but I've just, you know. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see why. But now, it also should be noted that this lasts for 10 attacks. Yeah. So it's not a time thing. And I think it doesn't work once you've gone through a doorway. Oh, I, okay. And the final spell is, you know what, very important as well. Yeah. And it is recovery. Oh yeah, you'll uh, especially early on. This is one of the few ways you can fully refill all of your life. It does cost seven mind points, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you said, it will refill as many missing hit points as you have. Yes, and that can be a lot because it it can be no fun grinding for little mini potions, you know. Yeah, definitely. Now these are all accessed at the subscreen uh, by pressing start, mm-hmm. and the subscreen also shows your stats and items. And the stats in this game are weird as heck. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just, you really have your, your tone and your last are now, your two stats. Yeah. So tone is basically offense. Yes. And, you know, it just goes up incrementally sometimes as, you know, all enemies have a certain amount they're worth. Mm-hmm. I, I did kind of play around early on to see where I was like, I wonder where the best place to grind maybe is or certain things. And um, so different enemies give you different points. And basically, uh, as you might imagine, stronger ones give you more. Right. And then the other uh, stat is the last stat. It's, it is actually called last. Yeah. It's how long you can last. Oh, is that what it is? That's how I always... It's, well, it's, it's your endurance. It's AKA or, defense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'll take a little less damage as it increases, I believe. But it definitely is... That's the stat that's tied to your life points, your mm-hmm. health. And okay. it's certain... I think the first one's at like 48 and then 96. Like, it kind of doubles the gap. And those two stats go up with your levels. Unlike the mind points, your third stat, which is only goes up when you get those uh, star tablets, and it has a max Correct. of seven. Yes, but these don't really—they just keep going up. I think they might max out at like four thousand something. I think they do. The there end. is a there is a top end because I was using a chart. Oh, okay. uh, To check my leveling to right. see how close I was getting. Okay. I could see. I would look at my last or whatever, and I could see. Oh, I'm I'm getting close to getting another hit point right might as well just you know, might as well sit here and hold down the turbo button and down <laughs> so yeah that hey, tip on how i leveled i see i see now there are also items shown on this screen and uh they are all given to you by giant dudes yeah there's uh the indora gods but <laughs> um, yes you basically you have like five items well, really, there's seven. There's two that you can actually use, and five that yeah. are more, they're passive. And the passive ones, let's start with those. Uh, you begin with the most important, probably, is the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. It allows you to go vertical. Uh, you can use it to ascend or descend different areas. Yeah, from certain certain areas, certain platforms you can use it on. It's just a climbing tool. Yeah, you just press up. Now, I did find that a lot of times I would do that on accident. Oh, yeah, well, well and, uh, you're going down or... Well, oh. I, would, I would extend the grappling hook why i meant to attack and then oh. you are just flailing that grappling hook way up yeah. as you are waiting to get hit by you want to watch out for that for certain <laughs> yeah a little bit uh next up we have the wind pulley ah uh, yes this... aka the zip line yeah yeah i've never heard it called a wind pulley before but yeah you just uh you know some places will have uh little ropes that between two logs or chasms uh, yeah and you just uh you know slide along it it's it can be tricky though yeah, I I think so. Now, tied to that is the crossbow. Yeah, the crossbow allows you to shoot. I mean, 
uh, a, a line across somewhere between two stumps, essentially. Yeah, you have to find the two stumps, and then you can create a zip line that you then can use the wind pulley across. Uh, following that, you get the coat of arms. Yeah, and this is pretty much just your letter to the old lady, like in Zelda. Like It mm -hmm. just lets you get medicine from a couple guys. Yeah, I'm glad that some the internet told me, because I would not have known. It's nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, also, you will get the Endura's Armor. That's your final of the passive items. Yes, it's somewhat confusing. It's not a coat of arms. It's actual armor that will actually, it increases your defense. Okay. So, it you know, you take a little less damage from enemies. Or maybe half. I'm not sure the exact uh, num number. It didn't number. seem like that, a full half. But, you know, who knows? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> the nebulous world of these weird stats, I, I couldn't really <laughs> tell. Now, like you said, there's two usable items you can get. One is the life potion. Mm -hmm. Full refill. And you actually get those um, from the giant dudes once you have the coat of arms. Yes. So, super handy. And once you've used it, it is gone from your inventory, but you can go get another one. Yeah, they're free. You don't have any money or anything, so right. that's kind of nice. You kind of always want to have one on you, or at least I did, because I never knew what I was getting into oh, with a yeah. boss. Absolutely. And then finally, we have the Pegasus Flute. Yeah. Um, it's the super fancy key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, most of these items are in a lot of ways. Yes. <laughs> you know, they and this is what just used to open that um, the final path to the giant floating castle at the end. Yeah, yeah, it opens your way to the last level. If you don't have it, you just can't go there. Yeah, so you'll have to keep searching all of Argul. All of it, every single bit. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully that uh, catches you up on what you need to know about how Mr. Rygar gets around. Now, you hinted that this game has a little bit of backstory, and I'm guessing you read that in the manual. I did. Um, this is a, a very early manual, so it's of somewhat dubious quality. Uh, mm -hmm. You get some weird localization, but it's mostly in an entertaining way. All right. Now, um, I'm guessing black and white. Yeah, it's, uh, it's black and white. It's 22 pages. You do get screenshots and some, some decent artwork. Uh, you know, they have pictures of enemies, which but I find it entertaining because it's like they drew you know, the the art from the game. It's, it's not like somebody was like, hey, w we had a picture of this goblin and then we tried to make a graphic of it, you know, a sprite. So it looks more like the 8-bit. Yes, it's it's the other way around. So it's really funny to see pictures of these, like, literal, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's, it's pretty funny to check out, I think. I think I might have to. It has a lot of weird, uh, <laughs> weirdly named sections in it. Like, it starts with, uh, you know, it does give you a lot of background material on how to get through the game. Okay, which is good, because I did not have that, and my well, first playthrough did not go very well. There's no one to talk to in this game, so you're not going to, you know, you kind of have to check out the book. Like, it has geographical features of a holy place, Argul, oh. which is a little, uh, it's like a chart, kind of, that has screenshots and showing different pictures of the different areas that, uh, and how they kind of relate, where you, you go through these mountains to get to here, to get to Garlaws, and then from there you go to these different places. Okay. And then it's followed with a map. Of the first, the Grand Mountain, you get a uh, hand-drawn map of the the mountain. Like the side-scrolling area. Yeah. And then oh, wow. you get a hand-drawn map of the whole overhead hub world area, Garlaws. All of it. Yeah, and it's all labeled where you need to go. Like, oh, here, wow. here's Aruga, here's the medicine dude. Because I used a map. I, I had to. <laughs> uh, I, you know, and... I don't feel one bit bad about it now that I know that there was one in the main. Oh, you know, yeah. They, they laid it all out there. And, uh, you know, of course, you have a story section, um, which is basically just uh, you had Argul, a valley of peace. Mm -hmm. Ligar attacked it and took away the door of peace. And mm -hmm. the people, uh, it's the people of Argul's painful prayers were so loud, they brought the hero Rygar back from the dead 
to a, to save the day. Now, do we know why how Rygar died in the first place? The, the, nope. Hmm. I don't know. It, it kind of gives me like a, you know, like Ekray's Ramos vibe where it's like, you're not a real person. Hmm. You're just here to do your job. To Rygar it out. Yeah. Of course, explains all the controls and such. Uh, you do have an enemy section with artwork and it's hilariously titled Animalized Men Wriggling Eerily. Okay. I, I was like, it's not an acronym for anything. I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> Can you repeat that for me one more time? Yes, sir. It's Animalized Men Wriggling Eerily. Like, it makes me think of muscle men. Remember? That is like, a weird thing to put down. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, so <laughs> I had to make a note of that. Um, Thanks. I'm glad you did. And then it's got uh, some more hints. Uh, it tells you, you know, there's like three unexplored areas. The Tower of Garba, the Palace of Drago, mm-hmm. and the Tower of Life. Yeah. Some hints about getting there later or just... Right. Whatever. And finally, this is a Tecmo game, so it does have the Tecmo special bonus offer. This oh, has a nice. game pack ID badge, just like Ninja Gaiden 2. I still don't know what the offer is. Help yeah, us. Help! If any cartridge commander out there took Tecmo up on their <laughs> offer for any game, please let us know what you got, because we are really fascinated by this. All I've, all I've been able to find is some people vaguely referencing somebody in a post once saying that it was a poster and or a watch, but no Ooh, concrete evidence. So help us. Help us. Help us indeed. Now, final question, Nick. Memos? Yes, notes? Nope, none here. All right. So, yep, that's all she wrote. So, Nick, what was your personal history with the game Rygar? I did not own this game. Um, I do, I remember renting it with a a friend, Mm -hmm. and we almost beat it. Like, I remember getting to Rygar. Oh, okay. When his mom pulled in for him to go home, so. Oh. He rented it, I remember him going home, and then I guess he went through and beat the whole game again later that night, but I did not for many years, and then... And this was probably 10, 15 years ago. I went back and finished her off. Okay, yeah. I, I remember encountering this game in the arcades. Okay. Uh, I played it a little bit there. And then I think my only other memory of this game is, I, I don't can't remember whose house it was. Someone I knew had this game. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of thing where I pop it in, and I really played about, I don't know, 20 seconds of it. Oh. And the first 20 seconds of this game is pretty damn brutal. It can be if you're not ready, if you don't know what you're getting into. No, and I was just like, nope. What's next on the next on the wall cartridges? Moved on. So Nick, then what was your more recent experience with this game? Um, I beat this game twice actually. I sat down and beat it in the first sitting, and then I did it again just for the hell of it. You know, two or three hours. All right. Well, you know, uh, I played it three times. The first time I was woefully underprepared. I didn't know what I was doing or getting into. So, you know, that was that night. Second night, uh, I knew what I was doing, got into it, and got pretty far, and just finished it up on that third night there. You know, uh, maybe no sweat was a little too much to say, but it was not as hard as I was imagining it to be. Right. Well, I mean, I had spent some time, like I said, 10 X years ago, um, you know, I was like, I'm beating this game and figuring out the best way, so I already knew, you know, what to do. Gotcha. Well, Nick, once again, we find ourselves in the general chat portion of our show. Here we are. And uh, I would just like to begin by saying, boy, this game is brutal <laughs> at first. Yeah. But uh, not too bad once you get it. You know, once you understand how this game is to be played. Sure, sure. And P.S., get a turbo controller. It can help, man. You'll be jamming out the disc armor a lot. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, just for the fact that you have to level at least 
once or twice before you can go anywhere in this game. Really. My uh, personal strategy that I came up with, you know, when, like I said, when I was like, I'm beating this damn game. I'm going back mm-hmm. and finishing her off. Uh, I um, Through trial and error, I was like, if you grind up to six bars of life at mm-hmm. the beginning, pretty much, yeah, then that'll put you on pace to never have to really grind again. And that's pretty much what I did. I did a couple times where I would just sit and grind a little more because, mm-hmm. you know. If you're almost there, you know. I was almost there or, you know, I just wanted, I don't know, I just wanted to be a little, I like to be a little more than. I like to be a little stronger than I need sure, to be in a sure. lot of these games. And as I said, my strategy was to uh, find a place where enemies only spawned from one direction. Okay. And then I would be on the opposite direction of that, ducking and holding down my turbo button and spacing out. Or watching something else. <laughs> yeah, the classic. Possibly listening to a podcast. If that works, yeah. Um, I found a couple spots. There's one in the mountains where you're on like the second kind of level from the bottom. There's mm-hmm. and there's a spot where I found there's two pits right around one like island on the in the ground. Mm-hmm. So any of those turtle men would just fall down to their deaths. And I was on the top fighting these like those red and yellow lizard dudes. Yeah. Because yeah. they were, had really fat like pretty high respawn there right so i was just trying to do it It six minutes seven minutes i think yeah you know it's more minutes than you should be doing it or want (laughs) to but you know it's not horrible one thing that i really remembered from the first time playing it was that we're like man the first boss is so hard but once you get past him you're fine and that's because we didn't level at all beforehand so we were like stuck there first boss was nothing no he's not really but in fact i'm not even sure what it does to be honest with you and we'll get there in a moment yeah well Anyhow, uh, I like that you can grind your way up. You know, any game that has that, that's one of the big benefits of the of using experience points in games. Definitely. I think, for, for giving you a personal balance. And it's rare to see that in a side-scroller like this. Mm-hmm. So it was a refreshing change of pace for certain. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the graphics in this game? Uh, you know, I liked them. They're not very complex, but they definitely uh, give you... A feel of what's going on and what kind of weird, weird-ass thing you're fighting. It's like, yeah, they're not super detailed, but they're good enough. I think the enemy designs, they're kind of weird, but I like they're them. They're all super weird. They're unique, you know? And, yes. Uh, but especially, it's the music, man. I love the music in this game. Yeah, the music is probably the high point, And it does a lot of things that you don't hear a lot in normal NES songs or mm-hmm. games. It uses a lot of range that I don't normally hear. Yeah, it does get a little... It does lean kind of heavily on the high-end stuff, but... It doesn't sound as bad as certain other games that we've played. Oh, like, definitely not. Like Y or Ease on the... Ooh, yeah. Nothing will top that. Well... Except for maybe 1941. Coincidentally, that music was arranged by the same guy, Mishiharu Hasuya. What? Who also did, like, Clash of Demon Head. A bunch of games that, like, I love Clash of Demon Head, and yeah. specifically the music. So I was like, wow, I was really impressed when I saw that, because I was like, he's all over a lot of my favorite games, musically. Definitely. And kudos to you for finding that out, because I could find nothing about anyone that made <laughs> the NES version of this. Only a, a few of the people that worked on the arcade, so. The controls are a little glitchy. Um I, the wind pulley specifically can be like, oh. the first time I remember just falling off. In fact, know? that's the only note I have in play control, really. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that at the end. But yeah, that, that thing was too squirrely and too weird for my taste. I just, uh, one thing I did want to mention is that uh, they noticed this too, apparently, before they made the manual, because there's a warning, like where it's like, it's like, hey, it's like when using the wind pulley, try to aim Rygar's waist at the rope as opposed to like your head or hands where. Oh. I, yeah. But it that was in there. But, yeah, so they at least covered their butts, kind of. 
Yeah, that leads me to believe I should probably be reading the manuals a little more often, especially when I encounter some of these bizarro things in these games. Yeah, the old ones, you know, they don't have the space in the game necessarily to, to teach you, so I think it's fair. At least on NES, you know, Super Nintendo. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth a look. Well, Nick, I think it's time we take this game level by level. But okay. since this is a Metroid-style game and you do backtrack a bit, I think we're just going to talk about it in a more loose sense. And honestly, there's not a lot of variation in a lot of these levels. This is another one that, you know, these old games give you the illusion where it's like, you can go around anywhere, but, you know, most of the items, like we said, are keys, so you're not, you're not going to get very far out. You can't really sequence a break, maybe once. Okay, and I know I probably did not do that at all. So, in the beginning of the game, well, it did it backwards for me. <laughs> You don't end the game with a sunset. You begin the game with a sunset. Yeah, well, yeah, you start right off at the Sueru Mountain, which is just a single screen. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you can extend it, but it's just one area. Yes. You have that big, beautiful sunset, which was, you know, that's from the arcade as well. Yeah, and it's beautiful. This background is very, very nice. You know, you got some nice uh, purple mountains, brown rocks. and or, or, Do you think it might be a sunrise? Because the next level, well, you know, I mean, you just go to one door and That's then you, it, it's like daytime. I It could be either. It could be, but I'm, I'm going to stick with sunset. Sounds good. Uh, that's what I always thought. But regardless, uh, you you will see your first two types of enemies here. Yeah. Um, these they, are the ones I, I, I leveled with right off the bat. Most of these enemies are named in the manual, mm -hmm. but uh, some of them that were not, I remembered. I went back and checked in the, if you remember the official player's guide, the black book. The big black. That's where I first saw Rygar, actually, before I played it. And oh. I was like, whoa, look at all these crazy enemies. Mm -hmm. So it had some names in there that are not in the book. So I don't know which one's really canon, but I got them all. So. Wow, wonderful. But yeah, those little rolly guys are called Rolfers. Okay. And the turtle things are Pragokilis. Mm. And like, again, the enemies are so weird looking in this game. Yeah, and the names are weird too, but they do kind of, you know, I remember uh, after playing this game many years, I remember hearing people t refer to it as like a kind of old Greek mythology uh -huh. thing, and I'm like, what? But it didn't really strike me as that, but the names do. A lot of them sound Greek, like Pragokilis and stuff, right. so yeah, and it's there. In this first area, you're going to find a lot of doors that just lead to nothing. They're just like hints, clues. Well, yeah, yeah. once you get to the Grand Mountains, dudes. like there's that first scene before, in the mountains... That's when you really, it kind of opens up. Yeah, yeah. There's doors you might be able to get to, weird clues. Um, there is one that I wrote down at the, it's like at the bottom right of you mean, this area. When you get to Garlaws, first go west, then go north. Yes, that's a good clue because that will take you to the grappling hook once and you get out of here. The first night I used that. Like I actually was like, I'm just going to play the game. Oh, right, right. So. I, you know, was wandering over, getting all the clues. I was like, okay, I'm going to write that down, because that's probably pretty darn important. It, it is, in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what? You you make it through all of this this area, and then you get to Garlaws. Yes, the Valley of Garlaws, which is the and big... And this is where my mind was blown yeah. wide open. <laughs> so if you've only played the arcade game, or the first, like, 20 seconds of this game, then you are woefully underprepared <laughs> for Garlaws, which is a full, giant overworld area yeah and it's you know top down view so you can still jump though yeah and i also thought that this was just going to be like a little connective tissue between one or two you know in between a, a side scrolling level to right the next right but it's not this is a full-blown map area it's yeah it's like a hub essentially yes and i just was not prepared for that and i wandered around and that was kind of the end of that night for me i i got you this is a you know it's a pretty 
It's a big enough area, but there's not a lot in it. No, but you move fairly slowly through it. So it can take a while to get around. If you don't know where you're going and you're right. just kind of wandering, you can spend a lot of time on this map. Yeah, and you got a there's rapidly respawning these Hyo Kings that burrow out of the ground. Yeah, those things are cool looking though. I like them a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot more than that tree. They look they remind me of ankylosaurs, you know. They do, yeah. And, and but then there's also these creepy trees. Now those guys are known as Kenobles, and in the manual it talks about it's not actually a tree, it is a quote manifestation of sand that propagates itself around garlaws. So whatever you make of that, it's clearly a tree though. It is clearly a, so I was a like, walking why did, tree. Why are they calling it sand? But either way, I don't know. You can either follow the clues or blunder your way around until you find your way north and west where you will get the grappling hook. Yeah, and you just wander into a room, and all of the rooms are the same. They all look yes. the exact same. They have a big giant dude on it on the on the right hand side. Mm -hmm. The in, an Endura god. Well, there's different like in the manual it interchangeably calls them Endura gods, gods, um, legendaries, or legendary gods. So right. whatever they are, they give you items and stuff. You know, some of them are just like a bald guy with a beard. Some of them have the big third eye thing. Yeah, you know? I think those are the gods, the Endora gods. Okay. And the other guys are just legendaries. Eh. No matter what, they're all like five times your size. They are beefy. I'm like, why aren't you guys helping out? You're yeah. giants. It made me wonder too, or I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe you're, you're not a human. Maybe they are. And you're just like this little mini man fighting little monsters. Oh, that'd be cool. Because there are no other people in this game besides you. Not a one. Not <laughs> so a one. You have no idea. So you get your grappling hook, then what? Well, I mean, you could go back to Gar Grand Mountains. There's a couple spots there to use it, but there's nothing to get there, really. You want to move on to? To Rolsa Valley. Yeah, and it is, it's a little little change of pace. I like this area. Um, you're on, like, some boulders and stuff. You're over a river. This is, you're fighting a lot of these, uh, they're called Olblisses. Mm -hmm. Olblisses, these green fishmen, flying fishmen. Yeah, they're they're very cool looking. It's a good good place to grind too if you haven't already. You also see those little like red bat guys, Mulgolins. Yes, and I really like the way these uh, towers look. Yes, I I love towers. I mean, the backgrounds are they really good here. Get that curvature just right. So it this is a very adventurous level for me. I love it, man. I love the idea of like looking out over this area from up on a tower. Ah, whatever, it gets me. You know, because really, you could have wandered here, but you're not going to get very far without the grappling hook. And even if you have the grappling hook, you can grapple all the way up that tower, and then what? No, There's some nothing dudes that yet. Tell but... you, hey, come back here with all the crap. Yeah, well, you you can see the Rygar, or I'm sorry, Ligar's floating, you know, lion castle up there. It's pretty cool looking, but you can't get there yet. Yeah, but you can just head down and right, and you will continue into Iruga's forest. Yes, it's important you you move there. Because you need to keep rolling. You need to keep moving forward. You've got another item to get. Yeah. Well, this is like, this is a cool level too. You're, you're more in a forest now. You kind of, you're climbing up and down. Well, okay. When you say forest, we're talking a, like a swamp more. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the water at the bottom and you're going up and down over this like canopy kind of, mm -hmm. it's dark on the bottom, light on top. I like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, but we'll also see these little kind of. They look kind of like earwigs, the red and yellow, mm -hmm. Kinetarnos. Yeah. Those yeah. dudes are kind of a pain, but they're almost all where they're placed. You can just, like, this game has a rapid spawning, but you can scroll them off screen really easily if you just back up and go forward. Oh, okay. I skip a lot of them that way because they can hit you and you'll die if you hit that water, so. Yeah, the water is really the only big challenge of this level. Because mm -hmm. I'll tell you what it's not. That's the boss. No, uh, Iruga is 
Oh, Aruga. Yep. It's not double cat head turtle? It, <laughs> it's a cool looking like weird boss, I think. I was like, what the? It's a red turtle shell with like a cat body that's got two heads in it, kind of. And, it is totally weird because the shell itself is like deformed. So that second head, it doesn't come out of, it's not like the heads are side by side. Right. It's like one on top of the other. It's, it's which is very wrong. It is, it is weird and it shoots a big spread kind of of three large oblong bullets. Maybe because uh, I think it's shot once. It, it, it appears and then it slowly moves to the, from the right to the left. Mm hmm. I don't know what else it does because I killed this thing. It just shoots like uh, within uh, ten seconds, twenty if you, seconds. If you need to, you can like bounce off his head, mm -hmm. and he'll swivel back and forth, and he'll shoot one direction. Like if he gets in the middle, okay, you can shoot off. You can land on the other side and hit him. Yeah. But if you have six bars of life, like I just rolled in, I did attack and assail, mm -hmm. blasted him ten times, and just stood in front of him and just killed him. You know. Yeah, I didn't even use the attack you didn't and assail. Jump. You I just ran just... straight up to him and. Hit away. You you should be beefy enough at this point to just take him down. Yeah. And doing so will get you the wind pulley. Yeah. The wind pulley. And it kind of looks like an upside down snail, but you know. It, yeah, whatever he <laughs> it uh and they very kindly, you know, a door appears as soon as he dies and That is awesome. You go through, get the item, you go back out that door, and you're all the way back out to Garlaws. That is so nice that you don't have to backtrack through all of that level. It it is one of the greatest parts of this game. I, yeah, I think it, I was like, good on you guys. Showing a little class there, Tecmo. Now, if you've uh, adventured around at all in Garlaz, or maybe you're just using the map, uh, you can see where now you have access to these. There are certain ropes over the water. Yeah, they're usually they're at the bottom and the right areas. It can be mind. Just be very patient with, you know, you want to wait till you see your guy kind of get on the rope like you'll hear a kachink and you'll you'll get on there because you can walk up right off and die and mm -hmm. that's not fun no not at all especially in this overhead map area yeah yeah i was like really like why 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 indeed like now, if i can die there i should be able to jump over it now that you have that you can finally get over to the primeval mountain yeah primeval mountain not related to the forest primeval in castlevania 2 mm. but yeah more mountain valleys uh now okay but this, this thing is full of one of the creepiest enemies of the game. It's a weird one. What in, it? It's like a, a dragon's head, like wings, and then the body is just gross. It's like it an ant body. Segmented. I don't like it one bit. They're known as Epilcons, and their picture in the manual is also very weird, so you should check it out. It's Like I said, they're going from that to a picture, not what that was intended to be. So hmm. it, it's, it's really funny, but... And now also you encounter in here the first um, rope areas use the wind pulley on in a side-scrolling level. Mm -hmm. So beware. Yeah, and uh, this is a place where I encountered a glitch uh, where I was jumping off. Um, you know, you're going uphill on a rope mm -hmm. and you go to jump off. But my guy just didn't stop grappling. Like I was grappling through the, the wall or the, the floor. Oh, wow. I couldn't get off. I tried going back and forth and jumping. It wouldn't do anything. And I thought maybe I would just hook on to the, the one on the other side. Yeah. And no, I just fell and died. So... Well, bummer. Come on, Tecmo. You get through there, though, and now you're in the den of Sagala. Yes. Uh, and, man, in, it's... You're in a cave now? And it's like a red of... cave, too. It's kind of creepy and organic-y. Yeah, you have those uh, trilobite things. Uh, Nautilus? They look like a Sun Yugi. Oh, that's what they're named, Sun Yugi. Okay. According to the, the Black Book thing. 
Yeah, and there's a bunch of them. There and are those weird is... unicorn bird snake things. They, they oh. behave just like the bats. They're just, a, you know, they're the same enemy behavior, but they look, they're so weird. I love them. Everything in this game just looks bizarre as heck. I've never seen enemies that look like this. <laughs> no. And, you know, this level is just kind of, I wouldn't call it a maze, but you're just going a lot of back and forth and down. Well, it, it's funny, too, because a good two-thirds of this level, you don't even, have, you don't need to go to at all. No. You can just take that rope and or if you bypass. just if you just keep heading right across the top, uh -huh. that's what you you know what I mean. If you go down, you can find a dude that heals you or something. There's not even any items to get. You'll just be you just can't get there. Right. So you go to the right, and then eventually you'll come to a little area where you go outside again for a screen, come back in, and then now you're in the the chunk of this cave where you, that will get you to the boss. Yeah, yeah. You look for the blue columns. That means you're on the right path. And the boss of this level is a horrible death crab spider yeah it's a weird purple and blue spiky kind of spider there's a, a web in the background it has a skull kind of face yeah yeah and you and, know and what looks more like pinchers than what a spider has yeah yeah i could see that it's uh you know it might look pretty intimidating it might but um uh does it does it attack does it have an attack that's not falling on you i don't or think running so. into you it just it just goes back and forth kind of along the walls or sometimes no. it drops down yeah so it goes around the edge of the screen and i was surprised because one time it did fall on me i wasn't expecting that mm -hmm. but otherwise i mean you just turn left hit it turn right hit it yeah because it'll just back off and go back the way it came kind of reverse direction around yeah, for and the most part use your super uh your spell oh yeah it's on the ceiling if you just want to blast them off yes very very easy boss so easy that you know you shouldn't be in this room for more than 20 seconds <laughs> but when you leave the room you'll be leaving it with yes the crossbow and a very politely brings you back to garlaz and now now here's where you kind of do have a choice because oh you can get to the island of dorago which is just to the north of here mm -hmm. but you also now that you have the crossbow you can get to lapis the floating city which is an area you might have discovered over. It's in Garlaz as well, mm. but it's over to the east. I mean, yeah. I guess really you could get up to the tower of, uh. of Garbo now as well. You have all the items. So there's three areas open. I went to Lapis because I think it's the easiest. So, yeah, Lapis is a thing. It's weird. Uh, you're just a bunch of floating blah, like rock islands in the sky. Yeah. Rock islands in the sky. You'll see more of those weird bird, unicorn, snake things and... Well, it always had, to, for me, the feel of, like, kind of fallen ruins. Yeah. And, but... you, you know, there's lots of where you're, you know, you're crossbowing between these uh, platforms, rocky stuff, and you'll fight. Oh, and watch out, because now there's robots. Yes, the super robot bargain. <laughs> it's really it's really called a super robot? Yeah. Bargain? Yeah, B-A-R-G-A-N. Not bargain, you know, like deals. But right. But there he is, and... It's a cool-looking little robot, I think. It shoots a big wave of energy out. It's a big robot. It's kind of tall. Yeah, yeah. it's bigger than you. But... Yeah, and it is nice. It shoots a wave. It's got a good moving animation, and uh, it was just a little weird to see. You know, I, you don't as, expect as strange robots. as all the enemies are in this game, you don't expect like a pretty standard-looking robot to appear. Yep. Yeah, it is, uh, it's a little weird, but you know. But it's not as weird as the boss of this level. Yeah, when you get there, his name is a uh, Eyeball Tree? Yeah, it is or Belgar. Oh, okay. Or Belzar. I've seen it spelled different ways in different So ways. I just went off right off the bat used as many of my things as possible. You're attacking a sail. Attacking or... a sail. Yeah. I did uh... not kill him. Oh, yeah. But I got him really close. And then I jumped up there and hit him. Yeah, he just twice. is standing on this platform, 
and you know right in like the middle the, those two eyeball head things floating off and she yeah. shoots you know these fireballs. are classic uh what you would call a dragon's head or whatever you know think of zelda or Gleonk. Yeah, yeah where it's just a couple balls with a head at the end and this is just a couple balls with an eyeball at the end yeah and they're they're shooting stuff it's pretty Fire. easy to dodge if you have to but you can probably just at this point again toe to toe him just get up there and trade punches if you have to and i did and i killed him and luckily, I did not have to fight any more robots because I got to go straight back to Garlos. Yeah, with the coat of arms. Yeah, now you can get those potions. and I mean, it helps a lot when you're just out and about, I find. The next area, I did I didn't even end up using one at the next boss. Oh, and I believe it. He's, he's pretty tough. Next up, did you go to Durago? Yes. Okay. Which he's actually... It's actually closer to, you know, the Den of Segila where we were. The, you know, you... There's the main area in Garlaz, and you can take a, a you can pull your way over mm -hmm. to another little island, and he's just on the north of this island. Well, this palace or castle or whatever is really small. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of creepy. You get the black and white, uh, you know, the music's but a little creepy. It should be noted that this is an overhead area. Yes, this is not interior. a side-scrolling area. So it's it's this is another part where whoa, my mind was blown. <laughs> yes, and you do have the what I think is the single creepiest enemy here. Uh, the, I couldn't see them named anywhere, but they, they're like the little turtle men where it's like they have oh, flesh colored, they have a creepy smile and the way that their arms, they look like they're, humans, but their arms and legs are coming out the side yeah. of their body like a lizard. Like it's so gross. I really, ugh, they're disgusting. I love killing them. Yeah. Their arms are just so wrong in every way possible. They're, they're, they're facing like they're jointed in the wrong way. Yeah. They're not supposed to be there. Everything about it is just horrible. It's it's disgusting. It is. And um, what's less disgusting, though, is the boss. And he's basically just like, a, what do I call him? A derpy minotaur? Yeah, or it's like a dragon man. That's what I'd always, because his name's like Dorego. And Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, the floor I, of this room looks awesome. Yeah, you got that cool, like, snake pattern on yeah, it. Yeah, I was really expecting that to interact some way. Like, I was going to have to do something with that floor. Yeah, or it's like a track he's on or something, it looks like. Yeah, because it's asymmetrical and really well done, very detailed. Yeah, but it's, but it's just, just there. Just there to look at. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I did not enjoy? Was the never-ending stream of eyeball bats. Yeah, his little winged eyeballs. He just shoots them out, moves around the room pretty slowly, but those guys, you know, just follow you. Yeah. Now, one thing I did realize partway through fighting him that did help a lot is that you can jump over the bats. Yeah, you're, your overhead jumping is kind of weird. You're pretty much invincible while you're in the air. Like, yeah. You can use that to skip past a lot of stuff. And that is how I defeated this boss. Now, I did, this is where I had to use my first potion. Because okay. I was like... What am I doing? Running around, getting just hammered by these things. Then I figured out about the jumping. Yeah, if this you, boss you can got like, a lot easier. And you can jump, and if you turn in air, like you know, it's it's not that tough to just just mm -hmm. stay mobile and and blast away. He does take a bit, but you know, if you need to, you should have medicine and a recover. Ideally, if you have all your magic, right? So you can fill up twice. And but H hopefully way, you don't need to. Nah, you probably don't. But either way, once he's done, you get the Endora's armor. Yes, and it barely looks like armor, by the way. It looks more like a weird bell. Yeah, it, I whatever it is, it protects you, so thank you. Thank you, and, of course, right back out to Garlaz. Yes, sir. Now, next up, we don't really have a lot of options. No, the only place left, really, is to head back to the old Grand Mountains. Yes, because you're going to head up the Tower of Garba. Yeah, it's just, it's in the top right. There's an area, there was even a guy there before who may have told you, you can't go on without crossbow. Yeah, I, I talked to him. And, well, now you can make him eat his words as you go on. 
and you have the crossbow. And this quote unquote level. Yeah, it's just a so boss rush. Weird. <laughs> well, it's not a boss rush in the sense that you're fighting all the former bosses you fought. Right. It's a boss rush in the sense that you fight this one creepy, creepy snail thing three times. Yeah, it's a, a Kuzilar. And it's just Iruga, but with a different skin. Oh. You know, it does the exact, it, you know what I mean? It moves forward and shoots the same fireballs. Yeah, I'm just figuring that out right now. Yeah, it's um, weird. I was so taken aback by it, though, because it's like a snail, but like you took another snail out of its shell and then a third snail out of its shell and you stacked them on the goopy part of that first yeah, snail. It, it's like it has heads, you know, different snail heads, you know, together, but they're vertically arranged. like Outside of that, yeah. that shell. It's so Lime weird. It it's gross. I mean, I like it, though. But but also, this guy is just as easy oh, yeah. as that first boss. By now, you should be able to tear right through him. You will see another sprite swap, which is just like Sagila, but it's Demoro Bruiser, mm-hmm. which is like a Dimetrodon with tank wheels on the bottom. Well, it's not. It's it's like <laughs> sitting on like a tank. Yeah, it's like cruising it around. And, and it's like sitting like a cat would. Yeah. And it's really funny. You, you can see this in the artwork in the manual. Check it out. It's oh, funny. man. <laughs> I, I want to. But if you can get fast all those things, you get to the top, and that's where you find the final boss of this level. Yes. And uh, I called it Lesser Ghidorah. It's, it does look like Ghidorah. It's yeah. like Ghidorah without wings in one of its heads. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, his name is Death Pygor, and he's just like the other guy from Lapis, uh, Belgar. Same thing. Except for with legs. Yeah. And he can move uh, around. Yeah, he just... I kill him right away just ran up and blasted him like you, there is a little platform you can jump off of to avoid some of his shots okay. if you need to but i was i feel like i was almost maxed out on health at this point so. yeah i was really high up there and i don't remember having any trouble with this guy none, at all. none of the bosses are very tough in this game <laughs> but if he does give you trouble hopefully you've got a potion you've got that spell you can use you, you should beat be him and what do you get nick well you get the pegasus flute and you need that flute because remember which looks like a brain. You think they were going for ocarina? Oh yeah, they were. It's like, totally an ocarina. Like uh, you know, maybe that's another part of the its Greek origins, right. so to speak. But well, what happens? You get that flute, and if you recall, and you 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 may have gone up that one tower mm-hmm. and seen the palace. Yeah. Time to go back. Yep. Because once you're up there, you can use that flute. Call in a favor to the Yo. flute gods. <laughs> yeah. And now you have access to the final level, yeah, the Sky Castle. A door appears up there in the sky, and you just climb up a rope that it leads into it. And now you're on a big, another overhead level. Yeah, an overhead level that is pretty large. Yeah, you it, you might think it's like a maze, but it's really not. No. There's just two paths <laughs> okay. you can go on. Like It gives you a little choice because there's a guy with that will refill your medicine and health. Okay. So this is where, look, if you're really low on... Uh, or you're trying to grind up at the end of the game, this is where you do it. These guys are worth tons of, okay. like, last. They're, I'm talking 50 to 100 a piece. So turbo button, hunker down. I mean, maybe you can find a place in there. I don't know, because they are tough, too. But They are. Um, and what are these enemies, Nick? They're shadow enemies. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. It, um, it's really disappointing, because they, these are shadow versions of sprites in the game that are not other sprites. Yeah. Like they made these robots or these weird spider things that actually look really cool. You can you get a, a glimmer of like, oh, what are those arms doing? Yeah. Or what's no, this thing? Th- they're all there. I don't know why they went with the shadows. It's really weird because they, they look, they're good sprites that are just covered up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you fight your way around. They're pretty hard. Those robots shoot stuff at you. And if, at one point, you will fight a shadow Dorego. Oh. 
I usually just skip him. You can skip almost everything. I try to just jump my way through this. Yeah, you jump past them and then go straight to the next yeah, door. Yeah, just keep going. Just don't, you know, if, if you're already maxed out in health, there's no reason to fight any enemies. No, and you find the top center of this area, and there is one last set of tree stumps where you mm-hmm. get to use that crossbow. Yeah. Use that wind pulley and get into this kind of this pyramid that has the top chopped off. Yeah, it's your, your room. The final room, uh, it's full of pillars. And you will see across the room facing you is Ligar, a big green and yellow lion man with dragon heads coming out of his arms. No, not even his arms. Let's let's go back to what I wrote. WTF, <laughs> double dragon fist tiger guy. Yeah, it's, it's with weird. rock feet. He's it's a weird boss. I always thought he reminded me of Cringer because he's a yellow and uh, green like great cat yeah yeah now the weird part is that those those dragons come out of his hands yeah yeah and they move up and down kind of shooting stuff at you it kind of reminds me of someone was fighting you with two yo-yos right dragon yo-yos dragon yo-yos and um i don't think he can move no i don't think so you just run up i okay i stayed away where i could dodge a bit attack and assailed him like 10 times and then just rolled in and just blasted him like, yeah I, I had enough health dodged. to where i was like okay i can take a few hits and not be a problem and i did the exact same thing i mean he does do like three damage a hit i think but, yeah so i mean he's doing some beefy damage but you can just attack him so fast and like turbo button. yeah take him down take him down man and you've done it that's right you've saved the kingdom the kingdom of Argul. the door has returned the door of peace and you get a really nice little beautiful scene at the end yeah you crack open that door you can see a little there's like a valley you got waterfall a dove flying a, yeah a rainbow that nice rainbow across the sky it's no sunset but i'll take a rainbow yeah <laughs> yeah and you are a great hero legendary hero the end well here we are in the final part of our show the review portion and of course we review every game with the classic nintendo power review system across four categories with each category having a score from zero to five starting with graphics and sound nick i gave this game a 3.0 okay i, I gave it a 3.5 i feel like it, I, I i felt that coming <laughs> now um you know i said it's solid all around the music really stands out but I didn't go any higher just because the graphics were what I would call serviceable. Yeah, I. it's mainly for me is the music. I really, really like a lot of the music mm-hmm. in this game. So well, Hopefully you know. there's a really awesome tune right behind us right and, now. Uh, there better be. And, you know, as far as, well, the graphics aren't the great quality, I did think the uniqueness of the enemies was worth some points for me. Like, because they're just bizarre. Well, for me, that that's going to pop up in a different category. Okay, okay. Now, uh, you know, the thing I said was that the animations are pretty simple. There's not a lot going no, on. You only get a couple not. frames per guy. And even your disc armor, you know. Yeah. It looks like once you power up, it doesn't look very good because of the speed of it and everything. It's just moving real quick. Yeah. I don't know. It just, yeah. just didn't do it for me. Now, I do agree. The design's great. And you know, everything does look really crisp. You know what you're you're getting into. So I do do really like it on that level. Yeah. And I'll have to agree the music is fantastic. Sweet. So then what uh, did you rank the play control? I gave it a 2.0. Oh, that's that's worse than I did. I gave it a 2.5. I think, for the most part, it's pretty solid. I like your jump. Mm-hmm. Your attack is very uh, prompt. Like, you know, there's not yeah. like it's not laggy. The, the game's pretty crisp, but it's really just 
There's little glitchy parts and the wind pulley. The, for me, the, what pulled it down was the wind pulley in kind of the way you turned in the overheads. Yeah. You, you couldn't attack in your four directions as quickly as I wanted. I can see that, yeah. I was, you know, I was wanting the Zelda response, and I did not get it from this. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like, you know, and I will say, I like the jump in this game a lot, and, you know, it's uh, it's pretty good, but you're getting glitchy stuff with the wind pulley, even the grappling hook sometimes, like, if you're on certain types of uh, things, you can duck, but you can't attack because you'll just you'll... grapple down, so. Yeah, it is a little too much. Well, next up we have the challenge factor of this game. And I rated it a 2.5. As did I. Uh, you know, early on I would have rated it maybe a 4 until I realized how this game worked. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's like as you learn where to go through multiple plays, you can accumulate, you know, that yeah, and that knowledge. That that continue feature and everything, it makes it so that there's no part of this game that's horribly hard it just can be tedious you're just gonna have to grind yeah and, and and get past that point to where you can keep moving on yeah you infinite continues and leveling up means that it's just it's on you man yeah it's on you and how much time you can put in which finally brings us to our last category theme and fun nick i, I gave it a three point uh seven five no, no. i gave it a 3.5 i gave it a 3.0 okay so close very close okay now, for me, this is where that design comes into. This. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I, I would have gone maybe a 2.5, but the enemies' designs, the theme of this world as just bat-crazy enemies mm-hmm. really <laughs> knocked it up a level for me. They are out there. Um, there's I a lot wasn't of... really impressed with much of the story or well, the progression or any of that There's stuff. not really story, and I mean, you're like... Your items are just glorified keys for the most part, but... And the backgrounds, it's like, you know, the different areas didn't really convey a huge amount of change. Yeah, some That's of them true. look cool, like the sky place was pretty cool and looked different, you know, where you had the, the little floating islands. And, you know, the cave was a little different, but it wasn't enough to really make me feel like I've been transported to a new new zone. What I... I mean, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. There's not a huge variety, because it's mostly just like mountains and forests and... yeah. Those are my favorite backgrounds. If there was a game full of sunsets, you know you'd love it. So it's true. This game really, like, uh, you know, I'm like, it's hitting a lot of the right buttons. It's, you know, underneath the hood, it's, you know, it's got some problems, but I like uh, it's simple and fun enough to just go through on like an actionly level kind of. Right, right. With, you know, it's got its dashes of exploration, even though they're, you know, it's not really, it's pretty linear. But yeah, I, I really like the setting. You got just enough exploration to give it a little more, uh, you know, replay value for me. So yeah. I like it. Well, Nick, then I think I know the answer, but I will mm-hmm. ask anyways, should you play this game? I, I think you should, but it's, I mean, it's not like a great must-play classic. Yeah. You know? I said, yeah, go for it. It's not hard enough to really, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're you, going, oh, it's going to take you a couple months, but you'll get there and then you will like it. No, you know? it's it's like definitely there's a learning curve and you have to understand what you're getting into. Once mm-hmm. you know that, then the game is a lot easier, but... This is not like a must-play. This is not something yeah. that you have to know. Oh, man, if you don't know Rygar, you don't know the NES. It's And it's more impressive when you compare it to other 87 games. And, yeah. So, now, to be fair, this is not a bad game. And it's actually a pretty fun game. And, you know, I would say if you're a fan of weird, weird creatures, it's totally <laughs> worth it for that, that alone. Definitely true. Next week's game will be Castlevania 1. For the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along, friends. 
And remember, folks, if there's anything we forgot or stuff you want us to say or want to say to us, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you in the future. Yes, and now it's time for the oldest of podcasting traditions. So please, like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Do the tweet at us at Twitter at Cart Command. You can always subscribe to the show on any uh, on any podcasting app or service you use. Share this info with your friends because we like more people listening to the show. Yeah, and you know, like the door of peace is opened with good iTunes reviews. So you know, help us out here. The people of Argul need it. Can you hear their painful prayers? I hope you can. And you know what? Our painful prayers have been answered by so <laughs> many of you at patreon.com slash cartridge command. We must thank our patrons because it's you guys that make this show possible. So thank you so much. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on! Damn fireworks. <laughs>